بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد my brothers and sisters Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa in the first hadith in Bukhari which narrated by Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu anhu where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa is reported to have said innama al-a'malu bin niyat he said which means the deed is based on the intention the reward of the deed is based on the intention now usually we understand this in terms of the reward meaning reward in the akhirah but think of it also in terms of what does what is the meaning of saying the deed is based on the intention firstly it means that you are doing whatever you are doing you are doing it deliberately with an intention right if the deed is based on an intention it is not you are not talking about some accidental something happening you are talking about a deliberate action with an intention now intention automatically means that there is a reward which is anticipated otherwise why do you have the intention right whatever the intention is you are expecting a reward so with that intention you are doing the thing combine these two something which is done with an intention with the expectation of a reward that is the definition of focus right it's definition of focus focus is something you do deliberately with a clear intention with an expectation of a reward and this is what changes the entire nature of what you are doing i'll give you two examples what is the most common reason why people sometimes pull their back pull a muscle uh, and so on and so forth in travel why, why what is the most common reason because you pick up your suitcase from the the travel like the the uh, conveyor belt just like that you grab it and pull it and your bag goes right most common reason almost always that is the reason why it happens you pick up the suitcase now what have you done there you have lifted a weight what do you do in a gym if you want to build strength you lift weights what's the difference one you do without thought the other one you do with a clear intention with an expectation of reward according to a system if i go a step further under the guidance of a trainer right same thing the suitcase weighs 20 kilos in the gym you are lifting 20 kilos but that 20 kilos in the gym you are not simply grabbing it and lifting it you are doing it consciously the instructor tells you get your body warmed up first don't just grab the thing when the body is warmed up he says now take a deep breath he says now position your feet like this position your legs like this lift with your lift with your thigh muscles don't lift with your back hold it in this way there is a clear intention there is a system and there is an expectation of reward which means that i want my muscles to build and i have, I have strength and there is somebody supervising that right exactly the same thing there is no difference in the action the difference is in the way the action is done what's in my mind and how i do it according to that system 
One is harmful, the other one is hugely beneficial. Similarly, those who have done any yoga at any point in time, one of the most common yoga uh, exercises or asans is what is called a, what is called pranayam. Pranayam is a technique of breathing. So what they do is they tell you hold your 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 finger like this with thumb and toe. Close this nostril and breathe in through the left nostril. Close the right nostril. Breathe in through the left nostril. Hold the breath for a second. Feel the breath going in. Feel the air going in. Hold it for two seconds. And then close this one, the left nostril. And then let the breath out through the other nostril. Right? And of course, they claim all kinds of benefits from this increase in concentration, this, 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 what not. Question is, are they using an oxygen cylinder to breathe? Are they using some special purified air? No, same air. If the air is pure, it's pure. If it's impure, it's impure. Same air. What's the difference? The difference is they are doing it with an intention. According to a system, they will teach you sit like this with your, with your legs folded in the lotus position. Keep your hands this way. According to a system under the guidance of a instructor. Exactly the same thing gives you the same, gives you value-added results. So anything done according to a clear intention with the expectation of a reward, according to a system under an instructor gives you value-added rewards. Now this is what the hadith of Rasulullah is teaching us. To do everything that we do deliberately, consciously, according to this way, according to a system. Right? Including our ibadat. Take salah. I can't say I love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so much. Nobody loves Allah more than I love Allah. I love Allah like, you know, never, no one else. And therefore I will worship Allah anyway I like. No, 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 no. You will worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala according with the niyyah, according to the system that has been taught to you, which is called the salah, which is a specific system. And which was taught to us under the guidance of Rasulullah sallallahu Right? What did he say? He said, Sallu, kamara aitumani, usalli. Pray as you have seen me pray. Not pray as you see somebody else pray. No, as you see, raitumani. As you saw me, as you have seen me praying. So which salah is acceptable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? The salah of Muhammad Rasulullah and the salah which is closest to his salah. So in my salah, I am not allowed to add anything. I am not allowed to remove anything. I am not allowed to do anything extra or less. No matter what I think, right? I may have my reasons. And my reason may sound good to me. Not acceptable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As far as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is concerned, the only salah which is acceptable to him is the salah of Muhammad sallam. And whoever prays according to that way is alhamdulillah inshallah accepted. Allah we ask Allah for acceptance. But if somebody pray, is praying in a different way, the way that, that Nabi sallallahu didn't pray, then they rejected. This is what I want to share with you. Take this and apply it in everything you do. Academics, careers, whatever. 
consciously work according to a system get a mentor somebody to guide you and consistently that's the other thing you don't you don't build your body by going to the gym one time in your life right or even one in or even one time in a week it doesn't work there has to be a consistent performance over over a period of time same thing with anything else so you do it consistently over time with this focus then you get results and those results i'm linking it back to what we have been talking about six sigma and and recording those results you record you measure them so you can see improvement and if you're not seeing improvement then you know okay it's not it's not happening so what do i do islam is a very very practical thing it's not this this separation that we have done is the is 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 the is the evil islam is not keeping the keeping you know the religion in the masjid and everything else outside is mine no islam is across the board where do i practice islam in the masjid in my home in my shop in my car in my in my in my marriage in the people i work with in the in my workplace my colleagues my boss my subordinate the guy i'm talking to on the street the shopkeeper the seller the buyer everything 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 my islam must reflect in every single action that i do and that is why the beauty of the life of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and why we should study it that is why allah subhanahu wa taala preserved his life sallallahu alaihi wasallam in such exquisite and intricate detail that every single thing i want to go to sleep how did the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam sleep there is a description this is how he slept on this side he had on the right side he would have his hand under his face like this and his knees would be slightly bent uh, dr saad is here asking that's the best position for the back also he said don't sleep on your belly don't sleep flat on your stomach every single thing i mean i i'm not going to you know make a list of everything but you name it every single thing has been documented has been recorded we have to ask this question why why is it, why is it important this religion right so you you have recorded how he used to pray okay i can understand that but how he slept why how he clipped his nails why how did he put on his shoes how did he take off his shoes what more detail i mean every single detail you can imagine of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is preserved because allah subhanahu wa taala sent his deen for us to apply in every aspect of our life and the question obviously is how do i do that here is the example laqad kana lakum fi rasulillah uswatun hasana liman kana yarju allah wal yawm al akhirah وَذَكَرَ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا قَالَ جَلَّ وَعَلَى This is, Allah said, this is the best example for you. Follow it. And this is the best example for those who look forward to the meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the day of judgment. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to focus our lives and to live them according to the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam consistently with the highest possible quality. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be pleased with us. and to take us in that state when he is pleased with us wa sallallahu ala nabiyil karim wa alihi wa sahbihi wa barakatuh